up everybody welcome back to the championship leadership podcast this is your host nate bailey and for more information on our podcast and everything that i'm up to and the programs and events that i'm running just everything about championship leadership and the coaching services and programs that i have please go check me out and us out at www.natebaileyspeaks.com today uh, uh first for me i had three guests on from a company called Guide Culture, a very interesting company, very incredible people, just like super salt of the earth people that are very driven and passionate and have a, a very clear purpose. Like it was very evident from the first few seconds that I was on with them that they are just super motivated and filled with belief and faith in what it is that they're doing. And it's just fun to have conversations with people like that. So today we had Catherine Schubert. Macy McNeely and Lloyd Day. So just incredible people. And it was fun. It was an awesome conversation just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Guide Culture is a sales and leadership training and the story and how that came about and, and, and uh, uh, how they've gotten on the mission that they've gotten on is incredible. So I'm going to quit talking. I'm going to send you over to them. Uh, you can find out more information. Follow them at Guide Culture on Instagram. They also have a 26-page playbook that they'd want, love to give to you. So you can get that show notes. Also, you can get it. Uh, it's linked up in their bio inside of their Instagram as well. So with that, I introduce you to the three incredible individuals with Guide Culture today, Macy, Catherine, and Loy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And we're excited today. We got Catherine Schubert, Loy, Day, Macy McNeely, all from the Guide culture, sales, and leadership training uh, company, and I'm excited. This is my, my first time. Check this one off the box. Like three guests on the same yeah. episode, so I'm excited about that and excited to just hear their story and kind of see, you know, how they've gotten on the path that they are today. So with that, thank you, you all for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having thank us. Yes. Absolutely. So I do like to ask this question first, so I, w I will, and I'll let you guys just kind of answer it however you. Uh, you see fit. 
Championship leadership is the name of the podcast. What comes to mind for you guys? What, what does that mean to you when you hear championship leadership? I love the name of this podcast and I love that question. You know, at Guide Culture, we actually see everything as a game. In fact, we like to think of ourselves as playing the game of life. Mm-hmm. And so really, every day is a Super Bowl and every day is like a championship. That's right. And when you can champion people to believe the same thing, mm. there's really nothing better. We call ourselves champions of entrepreneurs specifically. So that's really what it means to me. What do you guys think? It. Yeah. Well, well, for me, when I, I'm an old uh, coach, old yeah. ball coach. And that's really probably where my heart is more than anything is coaching the, the kids. Mm-hmm. But when I think of championship, I think of what all it takes to, to build a championship team. Yeah. You know, you have to have a leader with a vision. He has to bring the team in. They have to join in. It, it's a team effort. Everybody's just as important as each other. Uh, he has to um, drive them. And then when they start winning, they start bonding and seeing all those successes. They start uh, coming together. Then all of a sudden – it becomes a beautiful thing. So championship makes me think of what does it take to become a champion? Yeah. And that's a leader's job is to drive his people into that championship circle. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. And I, you know, I, I actually, we have kind of a system where we run our day, we call it a game day list. And the game day list really consists of the hard things that nobody really wants to do, but it really moves the needle forward. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of a champion, like the, the most amazing champions, I think of what they do behind closed doors that nobody sees, the grunt work, the things that really make them great. And they know that one win is not going to guarantee the next win. And so because they win one time, that's the very reason they go in and work even harder and have people follow them, honestly, based on their perseverance and you know true champions they have a crowd that cheers for them the whole time and that's their leadership that makes people want to follow them awesome it's like uh three different people and three very different answers well you know i mean many similarities of course but yeah i love i love just hearing the answers because i've done over probably 150 episodes and uh i don't know if i've gotten the same answer twice so it's just cool to see how many ways people can slice championship leadership um Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit more about you guys. Is looking um, obviously Macy uh, Lloyd is your father. Is that correct? That's correct. And uh, so we got the family here, and then we got Catherine was like one of your first clients, and now here she is co CEO of the company, which is awesome story yeah. as well. She's adopted. <laughs> yes. She's in the family. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe you guys could just fill us in a little bit on who you are, what is God culture, what are you guys all about? And also kind of, yeah, maybe a little bit of the path to to have gotten you to where you are today and where you're headed. It definitely starts with Loy's story. Right. Sure. Well, my story is I, I, I came out of high school with a, a blue collar family and all we knew was kind of blue collar work, like go to work, get paid, be an employee, just, work hard, keep your nose down. And my family ended up being school teachers. And I went to college, played a little baseball, came back and landed in a middle school coaching job just out of sheer luck because I didn't deserve it because I was doing all the things you probably would think a, high, a college student would do. And I was not the right person, but I landed in that job. And for a while I kept I enjoyed it for three or four years, and all of a sudden, I just wanted more. I wanted more. I didn't know what. I didn't know how. I was the right person. 
And one thing led to another, and I discovered that I could go get in the business world. And then once I discovered that, I, I knew I needed better sales, better communication. I needed some training. And then I learned that I also needed some mindset training. I needed to change completely who I was. And I didn't know that, but I started slowly discovering these things. And, every, and, and I was a learner my whole life. But as I would discover these things, I'd say, that's a keeper. And I would discover something else. I'd say, that's a keeper. So through my life, I discovered two or three things that were like keepers. And so I started this trend. I started doing those things over and over and over. And so here I am 30 years later. And, um, and when Macy came around, I started, teach, I started a business, started an insurance agency. And I started teaching all these principles to my staff every year. That's how I built it. I was training the staff up. And, this, and the training was, uh, was sales skills. And then it was also the mindset of what do we do? How do we make this work? What do we, you know, we take on personal responsibility. We accept what we have to do. We go do it. And so every year we'd build it. And then Macy came around and she started her business. She decided she wanted to go into a business world. And she was kind of sputting along. And I said, Macy, let me just at least share this with you. I think it will really help you. And then she finally sat down and started doing it. I, I shared her my program. I said, just do these things. And the story from there goes to her because she just took off with it. Yeah, it took, I really bought into it for, I would say about six or nine months. I really didn't look up from it. I just, I basically went to his office. I learned and then I went and I tried it and then I would come back and get feedback. I would say, Hey, this is what I said on Instagram. This is a conversation that I had. What was some feedback you could get me? And I'd go and I'd try again. It was a lot of back and forth. And I looked up and like everything had quadrupled. My business had quadrupled, my Instagram, my engagement, my relationships were better. My life was better. I was thinking better. And I just was like, wow, this is actually the missing piece that so many people need. And that's when I went back to him and I said, hey, I want to, I want to give this to people. I want to partner with you and make this a thing. And he said, under one condition that we would have a place where people could practice and get feedback just like you did. Cause that was really game changing for me. I said, okay, we'll figure it out. And so it took us a year really to put it together. Uh, and then we had our first, uh, first training went well. And then we had our second one online and that's where Catherine joined us on the second training we ever did. And since day one of that training, she was like, this is, this is the missing piece for her too. Yeah, I think a lot of people can probably relate with feeling like your sales are just really sputtering along or whatever, just just yeah. on a flat tire, it's draining the energy, all this stuff, and um, not having the right mindset to even get out of that and to really bring people into that magnetic energy that really everyone has, they just don't know how to tap into it. So Guide Culture helped me do that. This was a formed business by this time, obviously, and it just changed my life. And so we've all just honestly evangelized Mm-hmm. the combination of mindset being you know trusted by your people having credibility authority and having some skills to go along with that is honestly just a huge game changer for anyone in any business so yes. that's what guide culture is yeah and that's who we are yeah we started doing in-person trainings as well and Catherine would come and just teach she just was be like hey I'll come in and well we asked her to come and help us teach and over time, she just became invaluable to our students and just to the training in general. And so we asked her to come on board and it has been 
match made in heaven, hasn't it, guys? <laughs> it, it really is. And the fun fact is they have the same birthday, the same anniversary. They say no there's so many things that are aligned here. It's just, it's just crazy. It's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did you know Catherine prior to her coming to the program? You know, that's a funny, that's a funny story we have there. I yeah. actually, we were acquaintances. So we grew up in the same county. We went to different high schools. And we had a mutual friend that was very close to us, but mm-hmm. we were never really like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you follow each other on Instagram, you follow each other on social media. And, and then I guess she, I, I was talking about on Instagram one day, kind of becoming unrecognizable about it was Christmas one mm-hmm. year. And I said, Hey, can you imagine Christmas next year, you being unrecognizable to your friends and family? And I think that just really spoke to her and she was like, I want to be unrecognizable. And that's when she yeah. uh, joined yeah. Guide Culture that January yeah. is when she and joined. come to find out the reason that it spoke to me is because eight months prior on December 31st of, you know, that year, I said, you know, by the end of the following year, I want to be unrecognizable. Wow. So then at the end of that following year, Macy says it and I'm thinking, okay, it was in my subconscious, of course. And right. I just felt pulled to take the training that would, you know, change my life. I love that. Such an yeah. uh, awesome story. So thank you for sharing that. Are you still in the insurance business? Uh, yes, I still have a, a, a very nice insurance agency and uh, it's growing. It's doing well. Uh, my two son-in-laws, Macy's husband and my other daughter's husband have joined and they're really, you know, we're going to perpetuate to them. They're taking off with it. So all that's for, and they, it's all the same principles. We teach them the same things. We're doing all these same things. We're teaching the people that come through the class, but yeah, it's going well. Multi-line agency, is that what it is? Or? It's a multi-line independent agency, yes. I was an independent agent for probably eight or nine years, so my business wow. years ago to do what I do today, which is to coach, uh, speak, and okay. teach leadership. So, uh, But yeah, I'm very familiar with that, so that was interesting. Um, what does GUIDE, does GUIDE stand for something? It, it was uh, capitalized, which makes me think it's an acronym of some sort. Could you expound on that? Good. You want me guide? Yeah. So GUIDE is an acronym. And it really stands for the sales and communication process that we teach. It starts with getting attention, unleashing curiosity, increasing the value that you have, dreaming big, helping others dream big, and then expanding lives. I love it. Yeah, it really helps. It really helps you create um, a really magnetic message that's very specific to kind of who you're speaking with. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we see that business owners and entrepreneurs, they know so much. Like it's almost a, it's a problem that they're so smart and they know so much and they really want to share everything that they have to show that they have authority and they know what they're talking about when really they're actually overwhelming people. And so this method helps you really create a specific customized magnetic message to be able to help people take action. Well, it seems like Loy was a bit uh, ahead of his time because I heard you talk about how it, how you really used it to build up your social media. And of course, uh, we didn't know yes. what the heck social media was. <laughs> yes. In the 80s and, uh, well, the, the material is time tested. Yeah. The material is human nature is how humans think is how humans react, how they communicate with each other. And, and so many people, really don't, don't understand how to close, when to close. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all tied up into that. But, but human nature, the history of that has never changed and it never will change. You know, maybe we're communicating on social media versus cold calling. Yeah. But it's the same uh, receptiveness from the other individuals. So we have to be able to tell just enough and no more to get the message across and things like that. Yeah, I actually think it's 
like more valuable for social media than really anything. I mean, it's life skills, sales skills are life skills. You're really into leadership. And so you know that really being a leader is getting people to buy in to whatever you have. And what's cool about social media is that you can get in front of basically a crowd of people every single day and really sell every single day. And without people really even feeling like it's sales, you're actually adding value, Mm -hmm. which is converting people to getting people to take action. Um, So it's, it's game changing to be able to have these tools to show up in a specific way on Instagram. And another thing that I've learned that I didn't know prior to, to getting with this guide culture training is that so many people think that sales is a bad thing. Yeah. They think the word salesy and things like that, but sales, if done right, is one of the best things in the world. Cause it's really just helping people. It's serving people. And it's a mindset around, well, what really is sales? Am I, am I, am I getting the best of somebody? Am I beating them? Or am, I, am I winning against them? Or am I helping them succeed? And by doing so, you know, I just uh, maybe get a, re- a little reward along the way, a little appreciation along the way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you talk about building the flow- following on social media. I mean, that's leaders, not a leader if you, if you aren't, you don't have the ability to build that following. And if you're not creating enough value in the marketplace, then you're not going to get compensated, right? So absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely, appreciate that. What what are who are some of the championship leaders that coaches, mentors that have impacted your life? And really, question is always less about who who they are, but really more about like what is it about them, the characteristics that have stood out, maybe mm-hmm. how, how, what what you've taken from them to help mold you as who you are. You know, the first person that came to my mind, well. We are believers, so Jesus is a huge part of just how we run business and how we think and how we teach and how we love and encourage people. Uh, the second is Dennis Whaley. Yeah. Do you know who Dennis Whaley is, Nate? I do not, know. He like I should, though. is an author. Okay, talk about champion leadership. Yeah. You should read the book, The Psychology of Winning. We give it to all of our students. How to Be a Winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a book that Loy, you know, Nate, I have a funny story for you. When we were uh, either early married or dating at the time, my husband and then my sister and her husband, my dad had us all over to cook us a steak dinner and to play the psychology of winning on the big speakers in the house. Uh, and we would, oh, all yeah. eat, we would all eat in silence and listen to this book because he was so passionate uh, about it. It's about two or three hour audible. It's, it's a three hour audible. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a small book. You can get through it very quickly. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. That's right. And of course, in the time, you're, you're so embarrassed. You're like, this is not what I planned for. But now I just, I totally understand because he really wanted to evangelize a message mm-hmm. of really how to be a winner and how to think really well. And so that book, we say everybody needs to read it seven times. You need to listen to it and you need to read it. Uh, but just his principles, it's an old book, but again, it's timeless and it's classic. It is a type of input that makes you think a very special way and makes you stand out. Yeah. And something now, this may be a little sidekick to, to that. After doing this training a few years and all I've seen, the people I've seen come through, we've talked to leaders that maybe think their people need this. And the one thing that we know, at least that I know is that people who invest in themselves are usually the ones that are leading. Leaders should be reading. They should be taking courses. They should be always self-improving. Most leaders do, I, I think, but I know people that do the self-improvement end up leading. They end up in a leadership role and an influence role. 
And the one thing that I would love for this message to get out is that the leaders in our communities should be coming to this course simply because they should be self-improving anyway. And if they think, well, my people need this, but I don't, then they're missing it because this course is going to be stuff that they've heard and know, but it's delivered in a way they've never seen. And I just think they all need to do it so they can go out and tell their team or talk to their team about the principles we're talking about here. So as far as other people, I would think Jesus and Dennis Whaley would be the two people that I look to the most. That's probably where I get most of my content. I'm always going back to those things, listening, yeah. trying to get the feel of what this is all about. And then we try to turn it into stories of today. Well, how does that relate to what I'm learning in this content? And then yeah. put it together in, in modern, unique ways uh, because it's time-tested material. Mm-hmm. It all is. Yeah. The person that came to my mind first, and I don't know if it's just top of mind because I've been listening to him a lot, but John Maxwell. John Maxwell One of my favorite things about him in all of his books, he comes back to that original story of how he was a pastor before he really became a speaker and author Mm -hmm. and things like that. And he just always comes back to how he gets on the same level with the person he's talking to, Mm -hmm. whether now he speaks on stages with thousands of people. And he says, as often as I can, I get on the ground to speak Mm -hmm. with them. And just from day one, he always wanted to serve you, be intentional about serving people and I just love that, that leadership that he, you know, gives us in his writings and um, just an amazing leadership trainer. Yeah, he was one of my first probably, you know, as I got into after college, started to read and uh, invest in myself, personal development. He was probably the first one, one of the very first I came across and I couldn't get enough Mm -hmm. of his content. So I agree with that. Um, I'm definitely going to check out the psychology of winning as well. Um, yeah, it's so good. Absolutely. So, you have to let us know what you think. <laughs> I will. I will. Absolutely. One of you guys talked about the importance of vision, especially with the championship leader and having the courage to take action on that. Like, what's the vision for you guys on the impact that you want to make with God, God culture? So much. We want to take over the world, actually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I think we all have generally a similar vision, but I also think all of us kind of like in our hearts have specific visions too for guide culture. I mean, one thing that I feel like we keep saying a lot is every organization in America is trained in guide culture. And when I say organization, I mean every church, every nonprofit, every family, family is an organization, every business there is no doubt in my mind that this material and that guide culture changes legacies. It's the way you talk to your kids. It's the way you talk to your staff. It's the way that you lead and encourage people. It's the way that you sell. It changes the trajectory of people's lives. And the, as many hands that we can get this in, I mean, that is the most important thing for me for guide culture. Awesome. Yes, I, I agree. That's a beautiful thing. And, and the thing is, not only does Macy feel that way, we have a staff of five and then we have some head coaches of like what eight or nine coaches yeah then we have some assistant coaches we've got a team of people that help you know because one thing is to learn material the other thing is be able to implement what you learn so we have coaches to to help but the point i'm trying to make here is everyone in this organization is bought into this just like macy we all like are so passionate about what this is and what it can do and we just would love for people to come get a taste of it because it is that valuable. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it's definitely evident from the first yeah. second that we hopped on that that is uh, truth, and and that's a testament to the reason that you fill on that vision. So, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. This question I like to ask always. This is like one question that I try to ask every time. What what is a critical moment for you guys? Maybe collectively, maybe just uh, individually. We all have them. We all have these fork in the road moments where you did make the decision that you did because it you know has you where you are today. But had you not, you've someplace very different. Life could look very different. Um, I think there's a lot of listeners, entrepreneurs, business owners. They're in that moment right now. I just was in that moment just this past week. I made a big decision in my life, my career, wow. and stepped out on my own and uh, away from a business partnership of about four years. And it was difficult. It was hard. Yeah. A lot of things try to pull you the way that you don't necessarily want to go and don't want to live looking back with regret. So is there a moment for any of you that comes to mind that you could share that would help, you know, listeners that might be in that moment? Right now? Work in the road moment. I'll tell mine really quick because it was actually the moment right before I took the training. I had been in a business for a couple of years I just wasn't doing well. I was, you know, hitting the minimum standard. It was fine. I, no one looked at me and thought I was doing anything wrong, but I knew that I was not fulfilling what I was supposed to be doing in that business. And I wasn't sure why, because I knew that I was a perfectly capable person, did great in school, you know, star student material. Why wasn't my business mm. making A's? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it didn't feel good. So I actually got to this moment where my confidence was so low in myself as a business person that I was like, well, either I'm going to just quit and be, I had just had a baby. So I thought, you know, unfortunately the thought was, you know, I'm going to be a stay at home mom. I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing. The business isn't great. Mm -hmm. Or I can invest in myself and investing for the first time is really scary. Um, Especially, you know, when it's maybe way more than you've ever invested. I'm sure people can understand that. And so that was the fork in a road moment for me Mm -hmm. where I thought I'm actually going to double down on what I really can see myself being and just run after it. Yeah, it's huge because I think of a lot of, especially in your situation, a lot of mothers, they do that, and not right or wrong, right? It's like, it wouldn't have been the wrong yeah. decision. Yeah, of course. To choose that, but, you know, it's a big moment. Glad yeah. that you made that decision. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I keep thinking in phases. I think, like, for entrepreneurship, I think during the business, and Nate, you know, you sold your insurance agency, so I'm sure that that was, like, a big moment for you, and then you just had this other big moment. So. There's a couple that I'm thinking about. Uh, The first one that I'm thinking about is, um, oh my gosh, I could get emotional just because it's just people um, telling me that they believe in me, Mm -hmm. that they see like, you know, specific moments of people Mm -hmm. just seeing certain things in me that I could never see in myself. And then me being like, oh wait, maybe I, I do have what it takes. Maybe I, and, and that's a huge part of guide culture is really teaching people how to put belief in others because that is one of the best things you can do is just to tell someone who they are, what they're capable of, and that you see it in them. The moment I'm thinking about specifically is me um, kind of, I really wanted to quit my job that I had just gotten out of college and I was had my side hustle. I just wanted to like go and be somebody so bad. And um I asked, I asked my dad, I said, dad, do you think that I can do this? Do you think that I could quit my job? And do you think that I can make it? And he just said, well, do you think you can do it? And I said, I know, I know I can do it. And he said, well, then I know that you can do it because you know that you can do it. And so that was a moment for me of like, man, if I believe it, I can do anything that I want. And then the, the second moment, honestly, 
is the day that Catherine came on to guide culture. The more I learn about leadership, the more I learn that when you have lots of brains, the ability to really go and do more and to help more people and to be more creative is, is just tenfold. Um, and like, I want a hundred personalities, guide culture personalities that are able to just like add so much value to other people. And, um, gosh, if you are alone in business, I just would encourage you to do whatever you can to get people in your circle to, to help you and encourage you because it was, it's been life-changing having Kat on the, on the team. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine would be a couple. One is my gut. Many times I listen to my gut first and then try to get some logic in there to go with it. And I've always luckily been a learner, but my wife drugged me into church. And when that pastor, when that youth pastor speaking in Sunday school said, if you want some of what I got, start reading the Bible, praying and doing Christmas fellowship. And I went back and started reading the Bible. That was my first experience of input, bringing the new things into my life. And then it wasn't much longer after that, this guy handed me the psychology winning set of tapes. Is a set of takes from Dennis Whaley, Psychology Winning. And I started listening to that. So the point is certain amounts of input that starts changing who you are from the inside out and having the willingness to be a learner to accept that and do it and then follow along. Uh, those were changes for me. And because and really because both those things started changing me from the inside out. And all the rest of it just throws flows through gut and through discernment. Is this the right thing? But it all starts with changing who you are. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. I appreciate you guys all sharing those personal stories. It, it really does help. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Do you want to respect your time? So I know we're, we're coming up on here, our 30 minutes here. Uh, so let's wrap this up. What, what would be one or two things you could, you could share with us, maybe one each or something like that, that if, if the listeners were to implement today? Well, I really would like just to encourage the listeners and um... – You know, I know what it's like to be working on something and working on a part of your business and just feeling like you don't know what you're doing to be feeling like, oh my gosh, I have so much to learn. I'm so overwhelmed. How am I going to do this? And a lot of times people feel that way about sales. A lot of times people are like, literally all I need to do is just to show my face on Instagram and then people will ghost me or they don't answer or they act like they're interested and then they never buy and I'm so confused. I would just love to scream from the rooftops that there's absolutely a way to make sales like second nature, that you know exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it, how to say things, why you say things, and really how to guide people into a buying decision. It's really not about selling. It's about helping people buy. And if that is something that you are, if you are listening to this and you're struggling with the idea of selling really well, whether you are making five sales or you're making 500 sales and you need to be able to make more and more, there's absolutely a way to make it incredibly easy and actually very fun. And that's a huge part of what you learn in guide culture. I just want to encourage you. It doesn't have to be super hard or scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sales, and, and we consider sales an idea. You, you can be selling an idea, mm-hmm. a product or a service, or any yeah. kind of an influence. It's all sales. We believe that life is a transaction of sales, no matter what you're doing. Because parents are trying to influence their kids. Bosses are trying to influence their teams. So when you say sell, many times it is a change of money, but you're always selling your ideas or 
hopefully you have an idea that's worth selling. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You know, in light of us and bringing it full circle about vision, which Lloyd brought up in the beginning and you brought up again is if someone today could write a letter to themselves dated one year from today and write it in the present tense as if it's everything that they really want to achieve in the next, you know, revolving around the sun next year, as if it's already happened, we're really learning about the power of seeing your future for yourself and being bold enough to write it down. Uh, put record yourself reading it in a voice memo to yourself. And uh, it actually takes a ton of courage and creativity and boldness to do that. So if you could do that today, I would not be surprised if you told us in a year how many of those things actually came to fruition because of the way that your brain and your heart and your movements just line up things for you that you never would have seen before. So I just really believe in the power of, um, you know, pacing your life forward. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I would encourage the listeners to take that and do it. Challenge you to 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 do that. That's a great. So, and then I would love to hear hear a year from now um, how those things came through as well. So, Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much, you guys. What are some ways that we can follow you and find out more information about Guide Culture? Yeah, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at The Guide Culture. And I would love to offer your listeners a free resource. We have a 26-page playbook that can help you get more sales, better clients, and faster results. It's the whole method laid out really well. Uh, And there's even a bonus on how to handle doubts, our Mm -hmm. four-step process to handling doubts. It's going to really, really help so many people, give you some quick wins to know exactly what to do. So yeah, you can follow us at The Guide Culture on Instagram. And that's where we spend a lot of time. And we love talking to people on Instagram. So feel free to message us and we will chat there. How do we get the playbook? To, is there a way to so we'll, we can send it to you, Nate, and you can put it okay. in your yeah, show perfect. notes. And it's also linked in our Instagram bio. Okay, great. Yep. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, yeah that's so awesome. Thanks, no, Nate. Thank you. No, I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. And uh, I look forward to staying connected and, and continuing to uh, watch you guys grow. Let's go. In no five and no six, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm gonna lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast.